This podcast is part of the Christian Geek Central Network at ChristianGeekCentral.com. Strangers and Aliens, episode 130. Strangers and Aliens, summer movie series. Edge of Tomorrow. Welcome to Strangers and Aliens, a podcast about faith and imagination, and this is our summer movie series. Today we're going to be talking about Edge of Tomorrow. However, before we start, I do want to say one thing, and this is kind of fun and something that we haven't done yet for this podcast, surprisingly. This podcast is a proud member of the Crossover Nexus, a group of podcasts and blogs exploring faith and pop culture. Find more podcasts that engage your spirit and imagination at www.crossovernetwork.com. Dot com and definitely go. We've got two episodes out there that are just the roundtable episodes featuring podcasters from other podcasts, and it's really exciting, really fun project. But back to the regular episodes. This is a summer movie episode, which means we're going to talk about uh, in vague terms the movie and, and give a recommendation, and then at some point uh, toward the end, we'll we'll jump off into spoiler territory where we'll talk about things like the ending. You know, I didn't really introduce myself and didn't explain why Doctor Jason and Steve aren't here. I think I'm going to go ahead and maybe do it again. Strangers and Aliens, episode 130. Strangers and Aliens, summer movie series. Edge of Tomorrow. Hello and welcome to Strangers and Aliens. I'm Ben Avery and I am alone here today. Uh, normally I'd be here with uh, Dr. Jason, Steve, or a guest to talk about a movie. Uh, just didn't work out this week for that to happen and for various reasons. Um, you know, we're bringing the band back together again as soon as we can. But Dr. Jason and Steve aren't here. And so I, uh, I'm i alone to talk about the movie Edge of Tomorrow. You know, I said Edge of Tomorrow in the credits. I wonder if I should give more of an introduction to the movie before I introduce my, myself. I think I'm going to do that, yeah. Strangers and Aliens Summer Movie Series. of tomorrow hello and welcome to strangers and aliens a podcast about faith and spirituality and science fiction and imagination and fantasy and all that kind of stuff and today i'm here with the summer movie series to talk about the movie edge of tomorrow edge of tomorrow is a movie about um well it's about tom cruise and you know any movie with tom cruise he's the hero and basically what happens is he's he's kind of on a uh in a time loop and if you've seen the trailer you kind of know what i'm what i'm getting at where he is going through a, a segment of time and something will happen and i'm not going to give away exactly what because if you haven't seen the trailer i don't want to give that away but something will happen and it'll send him back to kind of start over again and start the day anew and this is happening in the midst of a war a war against aliens um who are trying to destroy or take over the world or, or um you know do whatever it is that the aliens do and it's based on a book called all you need is kill actually i wonder if i should start maybe with the maybe start talking about the book instead of instead of starting talking about the movie strangers and aliens summer movie series edge of tomorrow Hello and welcome to Strangers and Aliens. This is a podcast about science fiction, fantasy, faith, and imagination, and I'm here to talk about summer movies. 
Uh, the summer movie I'm talking about today is actually uh, based on a book. It's called uh, All You Need Is Kill. And the book is really uh, interesting. It's a it's a breezy read. It's an easy read. Uh, I wanted to read the book before I saw the movie because I wanted to see what kind of things they changed. And, oh, man, did they change a lot. Of course, as soon as you cast Tom Cruise in the lead of this particular movie, you're going to have to change a lot because the main character in the book, All You Need Is Kill, is a much younger character. Um, and so, <coughs> excuse me. And so, um, in the, in the book, there's a, a lot of different things, but it's a great pulpy, light sci-fi read. And so I do recommend the book, um, before I even talk about whether I'm not going to, whether or not I'm going to recommend the, <coughs> excuse me, recommend the movie. Oh boy, I can really use a drink. Um, but I really, yeah, I think I need a drink here first. Rangers and Aliens Summer Movie Series. Edge of Tomorrow. Welcome to Strangers and Aliens. I'm Ben Avery, and I'm here to talk about the movie Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow is a movie about, well, it's about Tom Cruise. He's kind of going through his day over and over and over again as he's fighting off aliens. And as he's learning things and the things are happening, um, he is turning around and applying that new knowledge to his new day. It's kind of like Groundhog Day. If you've ever seen Groundhog Day, it definitely will remind you of, of that movie. It's based on a book, though, and the book follows that same plot. What's nice about the book and this movie, and even if you want to throw Groundhog Day into the mix, uh, it's a nice riff, and it's a different riff on on the same kind of concept. And so it's it's kind of cool if you if you read the book, it's not going to you're not going to have actually the book spoiled for you in a lot of ways um, if you've seen the movie or or the other way around if you've read the book and, and then see the movie afterward because it's different enough that to have this concept, it's very easy for this concept to just fall flat on its face. You know, some people might try doing something like that, you know, where you're just going back to the beginning over and over and over again, and it gets repetitive, and it really could just completely not work at all. In Groundhog Day, I feel like they skirt the line so close, they just take it as far as they can possibly go with that concept. And they, 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 very easily could have crossed the line, but they don't. And, and a lot of that is, is due to Bill Murray. Um, in the book, it's not as repetitive because uh, the descriptions of the scenes are different and how he's going through the different things during the day. The descriptions are different, even though the same thing might be happening because you're seeing the character's thoughts about events he's already experienced. And so that's kind of cool. In the movie uh, Edge of Tomorrow, it very, very easily could have gotten repetitive. It gets close. But they're able to cut it in such a way that you're seeing things for the first time. Maybe you'll see part of it a second time, but then they'll turn around and and basically they assume you know what he knows. And so it, it works. I, I, I really feel like it works. Um, <clears throat> and I would compare this to um, the other Tom Cruise movie from last year. I don't know if you remember our Tom Cruise, uh, the review of Oblivion that that I, that we did for Strangers and Aliens. And I really had two good things to say about that movie. Um, spoiler alert. But when it comes to Oblivion, the music and the visuals, that's all that movie is about, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. This movie, I was actually going in kind of afraid of a repeat performance, you know. Um, the music is not as outstanding in this one, but the visuals, you know, I wonder if I should start with the, I'll start with the sound effects or special effects stuff because that, yeah, let's start there. 
Edge of Tomorrow. Hello and welcome to Strangers and Aliens. I want to talk to you about a movie called Edge of Tomorrow. Uh, it's a special effects movie. It's a science fiction special effects f- extravaganza, so to speak, um, with some thoughtful sci-fi behind it. And we'll talk about the concept in a minute here. But the spe- I wanted to just touch on the special effects first because this is being this being a science fiction movie, the special effects are important. And fortunately, the special effects here are pretty good. And the visual effects, the creature design, I found to be really interesting. I had read the book first. Um, I don't know. uh, I should probably mention that it's based on a book called All You Need Is Kill. And I had read the book first. And in it, the... uh, I was just wondering, how are they going to put this on the screen? And it turns out they, they're actually doing a pretty good job of putting it on the screen. So, um, But it's based on that that book. And, and the book, you're able to describe things in a way that you, know, you wouldn't necessarily be able to do on the screen. You know, There are certain books, like um, I've mentioned actually in our Crossover Nexus podcast series that we have, um, where it's a bunch of podcasters getting together. I mentioned in our last episode about monsters. I mentioned the Shrike from Hyperion. I don't know how they could really present that on the screen. On the book covers, it's terrible. It's terrible. So they're able to, to get the, some creatures that, that are suitably alien, although familiar if you've if you watch Transformers or anything like that. Um, a lot of new – well, actually, not even new. I would take it even back to the Matrix as far as some of the – creature design and things but uh the the other thing is you're seeing a lot of these scenes over and over and over again and so by seeing these scenes over and over and over again you're going to see things happening and see special effects the same special effect maybe they save some money that way but you're going to see the same special effect over and over so it better be good um i i like that though and the style of the filming it did kind of get into some of that um the uh Oh, what's the movie that that I first noticed it in? Oh, I can't remember that movie. Um, well, what am I starting with special effects with anyway? I should probably... Uh, I'm going to start with something else here. Edge of Tomorrow. Hello and welcome to Level 7, a podcast... Oh, wait. <laughs> welcome to Level 7. <laughs> That's the wrong podcast. <laughs> Oops. Edge of Tomorrow. Hello and welcome to Strangers and Aliens. I am Ben Avery and I am your host here to talk about science fiction, fantasy, faith, and imagination. And the movie we're talking about today is Edge of Tomorrow. Now, Edge of Tomorrow, uh, from the outside looking in, just I was expecting kind of a time travel story until I read the book and I realized kind of what we were getting into with the time loop. And the concept of this is, is a really interesting and neat concept. It, it really kind of gets into that idea. One of the, the big attractions to time travel being that what if you could go back and fix things you had done wrong? Now, one thing along with that is that with time travel, the going back and fixing things that you did wrong, make, you know, making amends for your mistakes and not just making amends, but actually erasing the mistake from history. Um, it, it brings up some ideas, you know, that, that get into some, some things that, um, you know, it resounds with me on a spiritual level too, because, um, in some ways, uh, Christ's sacrifice on the cross is a little bit of a time travel thing where it is erasing our sins from, 
you know, from, from history, you know, it says as far as the East is from the West. And this is what, what's happening with this movie is he's going back and he's, he, he's having to fix the things that he did wrong or learn new things to fix things that went wrong that maybe he didn't have any control over at the time. But since he knows it's going to happen, he has control over and he, you know, you know, you get a, a sense that he's going back in time many, many, many times. And so this idea of going back and fixing your mistake, this idea of going back and, you know, fixing what, what you've done, um, what, fixing history, these are things that resound with me. I love time travel stories. And so going in, I was hoping that it wasn't going to be bad because I really wanted this concept to succeed after oblivion. I'm going to keep coming back to oblivion. Uh, it just doesn't, Tom Cruise doesn't have the same, um, feeling for me anymore. He's lost that loving feeling actually. Ooh, that'd be a great place to start. Yeah. You never close your eyes anymore When I watch your movies, Tom Cruise You've lost that loving feel- That was a really, really stupid idea. Edge of Tomorrow So the movie we're talking about today, Edge of Tomorrow, is based on a book called All You Need Is Kill. And they've released the book with the new title, Edge of Tomorrow. And you can buy it. I bought it at Walmart, actually. Yes, I buy books at Walmart. I know. It's bad. Because it's Walmart and books are literary. And this is... Anyway, um, the thing about the book and actually a little bit about the trailer was it reminded me. And this is where... Yes, the time travel element of things is interesting and, and really strikes a chord with me. But there's something else that, that just struck a chord with me. And that is the idea of this movie. And I think that it came from I, the thing I'm about to mention, I'm about to bring up here, I think is actually where the gem of the idea came to the author, who I really can't remember the author's name. Um, but the, the, the gem of the idea of going back and just keep going back and keep going back to that moment in time and then learning and then going through your day and then having to go back and learning and going through your day. Um, it reminded me of a video game where you are going through the level and then bam, you die. You start back at the beginning of the level, but now you've seen the pattern and you go through the level, bam, you die because you messed up because maybe you hadn't seen that part of the pattern. Or you're trying to figure out what to do at that part of the pattern. And so you go back and you try again. And you go back and you try it again. You go back and you try it again. And I really think that this this novel and and so then this movie ultimately uh, comes from that idea of just the video game. That going back and forth, back and forth with the video game. And it's very – it's an interesting concept because, of course, in a video game – uh, other than like a movie like Wreck-It Ralph, where you you have characters, um, a video game you get attached to the characters, but they they when they die, you know you 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 keep coming back and turning the video. Even when you turn it off, you come back to it, you turn it back on, and they're they're there. Unless you're playing some sort of long form role playing video game, um, and so it's the same thing here. These other characters are dying, his friends are dying, but he gets to go back and maybe help them. Or maybe not. Ultimately, he has to save the world. 
I mean, because this is a summer blockbuster we're talking about here. And they could have gone to some dark places with this idea. And they, they skirt it. They do skirt it. But um, just this idea of the video game protagonist who keeps going and back and going and back and going and back. And each time doing a little bit better, hoping he can finish the level. And with the movie, it seems like there's unlimited lives, although there is one weakness that they put on it and and they they develop it nicely though i I like the way that they present the information um and again this is a movie where very easily could have become tedious but they keep presenting new information and that's what makes it so it's not tedious it makes it so it's not a video game that i necessarily want to turn off because some video games if there's a level that i just have too much trouble with and i just can't get the pattern or it's just too difficult you know i'll turn it off in frustration and my wife Groundhog's Day, she turns off in frustration. She does not like it. So, of course, with this movie, with my wife, um, it'd be... (laughs) I probably shouldn't talk about my wife. Edge of Tomorrow. Hello, and welcome to Stranger... Oops, I dropped a Howard. Hello, Strangers and Aliens. I'm Ben Avery, and talking about Edge of Tomorrow, a movie that... You know, I'm just going to throw it out here. I like this movie. I really enjoyed this movie. Uh, It was well-made, well-crafted. Visually, there's just a lot going on. And Tom Cruise didn't bug me too much. And it's not that Tom Cruise bugs me in every movie he's in. But he does tend to get on my nerves in a lot of his more recent ones. And maybe it's the movie itself that he's chosen. Oblivion, terrible movie. I did not like it at all. Uh, War of the Worlds. Again, I did not like that movie very much. Um, and I don't know if... It, I, I think with those two movies, it's not. it wasn't him. It wasn't him. Minority Report, I really enjoyed. The problem is, he's bigger than the characters he's playing. And so, in a... I never saw Valkyrie, so I, I couldn't tell you about that. But in this movie, he's playing a character who's not a very likable character, and he's doing a good job of it. And so... I, and I think that's really what it comes down to with Tom Cruise. Um... He's a he's one who for me it's hard to separate the actor from the part. And when I see a movie, it's a Tom Cruise movie. It's a Tom Cruise movie, not necessarily. Um, you know, if you were to throw him in, well, no, Mission Impossible. I was going to say James Bond as an example, but Mission Impossible is the perfect example. Mission Impossible to me, those movies are not Mission Impossible movies. They're Tom Cruise movies. They're Tom Cruise vehicles. They're not there to push the franchise forward. They're there because they have Tom Cruise as the lead. He's the headline. He he goes above the fold, so to speak. He's the one that you're talking about when you see a Mission Impossible movie. You're not talking about the team. You're talking about him. And so, yeah, there's a lot of things I liked about this movie, though. And, and really, I, I don't want to say too much more about it because I, I want you to experience this movie. Um <laughs> There, there are things I didn't like. I I really don't want to get into that either. Again, I don't want to spoil the movie. There are There's one big thing that um, when I get to the end of this podcast and talk about spoilers that I'll, that I'll get into. But, um, you know, if I, if I just go ahead and start talking about what I liked and didn't like, I might as well just start with the grade for the movie. That'd be unusual. Something that we don't normally do. Edge of Tomorrow. Hello and welcome to Strangers and Aliens. I'm going to do things a little bit different today. I'm talking about the movie Edge of Tomorrow. And I'm going to start out with the ending. Because this is a circular movie, so I'm going to start with a circular way. I'm going to start with a grade and tell who I would recommend this movie to. Um, 
here's here's my grade for this movie. I give it a solid B plus. And that's actually – I was expecting to go into this movie and give it a solid C. But no, B plus. I mean it, it's close to being an A. Uh, there are some things that I'll talk about in the spoiler section to explain. But um, there – this is a movie where uh, where the theme is about going back and fixing things and you know maybe I should just go ahead and jump to the spoiler but if I go to the spoiler there's no coming back hmm I think I'm gonna uh, I think I'm gonna go ahead and do it yes I'm going to um I'm gonna jump to the spoiler right after I say who I recommend this to so this, this will be a very short podcast I recommend this to people who enjoy thoughtful sci-fi because this is surprisingly thoughtful sci-fi movie, even though there's not as much content as there could be because you are seeing scenes over and over and over again, but you're seeing variations on them. And so really, I mean, you could almost say that as far as story goes, um, it doesn't fill the whole time because of all these, you know, repeats and jokes and stuff like that, that are based on the repeating. Um, but the, the 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 truth is though if you like hard sci-fi and if you like uh, even military science fiction and that kind of thing you're gonna like this if you like Tom Cruise you're gonna like it he's front and center because he is the protagonist he is the point of view character through the entire film the entire movie is just about him experiencing things going back and anything that's outside of his own experience we don't know about until he knows about it. I like that. I, I love that idea. Um, so yeah, I give it a B plus and I recommend it to, I mean, it's definitely worth a rental. I won't say it's worth a purchase. Um, if you're really into visuals for science fiction movies, it's definitely worth seeing on the big screen. But if you're more into the story, if you're more into ideas and story, then Go into this. Uh, definitely rent this movie as soon as it's in on Redbox, or even better if it's on Netflix or Hulu or Amazon Prime, where you're subscribed to already, so you're not paying extra to see this movie. I really, really recommend it for you. Um, there's some thoughtful ideas, uh, ideas that resonate with me as a, as a Christian, as I'm thinking about you know the whole idea of going back and and being able to change things. Um, your changes have consequences. And so we've talked about this before when talking about time travel in that I wouldn't change certain things that I – if I could go back in time and change certain mistakes that I made, I wouldn't necessarily go back and change them because those mistakes pushed me forward to where I am right now. And so maybe a mistake I made with a job choice or with um, you know, um, you know, dating a girl who I shouldn't have been dating because she was no good for me, well – that turned into something good because if I hadn't dated her, then I wouldn't have been ready, you know, for my wife that I, that I'm with right now and have been married happily to, um, and then I'll have five children, you know, and, and those children of mine, because they're, they're, you know, they're almost everything to me. Uh, there, I wouldn't want to go back and make changes that would accidentally erase one of them from existence. Uh, but in the case of Tom Cruise in this movie, it's a completely different scenario where he's you know trying to save the world and he, he doesn't have quite that same kind of stakes involved in the consequences because it is you know the course of a day kind of thing. And but then the, also the idea of you, you know when you really think about it, Christ sacrificed in the past covers the sins that we have committed in our past, but doesn't cover them until we have 
uh, you know, depending on your your theological standpoint, it's that they've already been covered, you know, and and they're just they're the sin has been taken care of, and it's a matter of us coming and and coming to Christ about them, or after the fact asking for forgiveness. And so he's done something in the past that we have committed in our past, but in the future after that committing of sin. It's taken care of through the blood of Christ because God is outside of time. There's some neat ideas to think about there. There's also ideas of predestination, and and then there's also the idea of you know you have these two different forces, you know, working against each other. And so there's some there's some interesting things in this movie. So normally I you know I wouldn't jump right into the grade so quickly um, because you know. Uh, I would normally have a whole podcast of talking about the movie before the grade, but um, it's only me, and I figure ah, we can we can do something. And so I'm going to actually jump to spoilers. Of course, once I jump to spoilers, boy oh boy, uh, you know, because I, I, I can't start the podcast with spoilers, can I? No, I better just go ahead and, and sound the spoiler warning. So if you have not seen this movie, um, stop listening now. And like I said, I, I've recommended it to you. If you're listening to Strangers and Aliens, you are the perfect audience. For this movie, I give it a B plus. I am curious what you have, what you think about it when you see about it. Let me when you see it, let me know. But for right now, time for that spoiler warning. Spoilers. 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 Okay, so the spoiler warning has sounded, and if you have, if you're still listening, you don't care about being spoiled because you've either seen it or you don't care. But um, I'm not going to give away the ending necessarily because I still would like you to see it. But I, there's some problems I have with this movie, and the only way I can talk about the problems I have with this movie is to just talk about um, talk about spoilers. Um, now, one thing is the third act, which we're in right now, the third act of our of the podcast. I can't go back now. I can't go back to the beginning and start over again uh, because I, I'm I'm past that point now, and I like that about the movie. I like that they hit a point where he couldn't go back and repeat. And basically, in the video game scenario, this is he's used up all of his lives. He's finally on the last level. If he's going to get through, he has to get through in one life and one life only. I really, really like that about this movie. I really like that they changed. They, they didn't change the rules, but they advanced him with the rules. And the, the game changed. Uh, even though the end goal was still there, they changed the rules of the game and I liked that. And so then all the deaths mattered. Before, up until this point, none of the deaths mattered because he was going to go back to the beginning of the day. But with this last final, quote-unquote, life, as he's going through, the deaths all matter. And so these people, you're seeing them die for the final time. And it's heartbreaking. And you're seeing um, you're seeing the other character. I can't remember her name now. I should really look that up. But no, I can't go back and change um, but as you're seeing all these characters die, it means something. And you see Tom Cruise die, and that means something. To me, it meant something. And that's the big, big misstep for me. I did not like that ending where he died and then comes back. I feel like they should have stopped the movie right there with his death. He saved the world. His death mattered. And instead, they send him back and the war is over and he gets to you know reap the the rewards of things and I just I understand it's a Hollywood movie they wanted to get to the happy ending but for me I just didn't like that 
the happy ending ring rang more hollow for me. Uh, I don't want to get into the ending of the book because I, I don't want to give that away. Um, so I'm not going to talk about that at all. But for the movie, the ending rang hollow. And <clears throat> I just didn't like that happy ending. It just felt wrong. So if I were the filmmakers, I would have gone back and changed that ending. But, you know, th- that was their mistake. <laughs> so um, so that's that's uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Now, next time, the next summer movie series movie we'll be talking about. I'm hoping to have some guests to talk about this movie. But Transformers, Age of Extinction, I've seen it. I can't wait to talk about it because there is a lot. Well, there's just a lot of movie. <laughs> That movie was two hours and 45 minutes and didn't feel a minute over two hours and 40. I'm telling you that right now. Spoiler warning. But um, thank you for listening. And really, I'd love to hear your thoughts about this movie and any other movies so we can do another feedback episode maybe. Or, or, or with the summer movie series, it's hard to do feedback within the context of the, the, the format that we have because of the, the spoilers and having feedback at the end of an episode usually. But um, – Maybe we can talk about them in a, in a regular episode. But anyway, uh, I'd love to hear what you thought about Edge of Tomorrow and other summer movie series, movies that we're talking about. Transformers Age of Extinction may not be our next episode, but it will definitely be the next summer movie series episode. Uh, so until next time, thank you for listening, everyone, and Godspeed. Thanks for listening to the Strangers and Aliens summer movie series. You can email us at podcast at strangersandaliens.com or leave us a voicemail at 1-804-37-ALIEN. That's 1-804-372-5436. We'd love to hear from you. You can also go to our website, strangersandaliens.com, leave a comment on the blog, or check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash strangersandaliens. We're also on Twitter, Strange and Alien. Check us out.